praise the Lord, praise Master Jesus. With you again today is your friend, Chimwendo Tukunolo. I'm here to share with you some of the things we discuss in Anglican Communion today, in Church of Nigeria Anglican Communion. And in our topic for someone today is a topic that says Old and New Covenant. Old and New Covenant. And as you know, there are different types of covenants. We have um, parity covenant, which is a covenant between people of equal, and we have suzerity covenant, which is covenant of people that are not able. But we are concentration today is in the covenants represented in the Bible, the old and new covenants. And the readings for today are Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 34, Psalms 22, 29 to 29, Psalm 22, 23 to 29, sorry, Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11 to 14, and John chapter 12, verses 20 to 32. Now, when you look at the topic, Old and New Covenant, some things will come to your mind. What is covenant? What are the differences between the Old Covenant and New Covenant? What are the similarities between the Old Covenant and New Covenant? And let me start by reminding us that covenant is all about agreement. Agreement. So we are looking at the old agreement that God had with people, starting with the people of Israel, and the New Covenant that God had with the church which is initiated by Lord Christ Jesus. Looking at this, John chapter 12 that we read, especially verse 26, we see the condition that make the condition that distinguish new covenant from the old covenant. Their condition says that you have to make Christ your leader. If you want to be part of the new covenant, Christ and Christ alone shall be your leader. In the Old Covenant, we see people referring to men of God, human beings that God have used as their leader. People defending Moses and crucifying people, stoning people to death because they speak against people they believe people like Moses. And you see also many people following ideologies that have been proposed proposed by people they believe so much in. They follow the ideologies initiated by human beings. For instance, we have the sects called the Pharisees and we have the sects called the Sadducees. Because and these people follow their ideologies, they follow their teaching. But in New Covenant, your leader have to be Christ. You have to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And hence the scripture say that those who are led by the Holy Spirit, they are the children of God in this covenant. Only one authority is approved. Only one leader is approved. Christ and Christ alone should be our leader. If you want to be part and parcel of this covenant because that is the terms and that is the condition the last why paul the apostle will write that saw that he is not the that those 
who are saying that they are followers of Paul or they are followers of Apollos are getting it wrong because it is Christ and Christ alone that we are being allowed to follow in this new covenant. Another thing that is interesting for us to discuss because of the time is the differences between the old covenant and the new covenant. The differences between the old covenant and the new covenant. In Hebrews chapter 9, verses 13 to 14, especially, you see that in new covenant, the, the, the legal tender is the blood of Lord Christ. In the Old Testament, as you can see from the portions of different places in the scripture, you can come about with the blood of goat, the blood of lamb, the blood of donkey, the blood of whatever you can afford. But in this new covenant, the legal tender is the blood of life Christ Jesus. It's just faith in that which Jesus Christ has done that you have to tap into in order to assess the spiritual benefits, in order to assess heaven. Before in the Old Testament, when people want to see the face of God, when people want to call upon God, when people want to intercede for God, when people want the intervention of heaven upon their lives, they come with blood of goats, the blood of animals, the blood of different kind of things based on what they can afford. But in this time, there is no price. Because the price has been paid, then the scripture says that the gospel is not preached to the poor. And in other words, your social, social statue cannot stop you to, for, to, 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 from benefiting from the benefits, abundance of grace that is in the New Testament. So you now start to understand why grace is being emphasized. Why grace, unmerited, undeserved. You don't come before God with blood of goat as being demanded in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, all that you deserve to come with, all that is required of you is the faith in that blood that has been shed from the foundation of the world. In that blood that has been shed at Calvary over 2,000 years ago, you did not need to start to, to, to come with the blood of God. Any church, this is to say that any church that you went to and they start to say, irrespective no matter what their name is, be it New Testament, whatever, New Covenant, whatever, so far they start to ask you to bring the blood ghosts and rest of them, know that they are not a New Testament church. They are not operating in the New Covenant. They are still tied up in the Old Covenant. They are still practicing the, they are still practicing the, uh, the Old Covenant way. Praise the Lord. Another difference between the Old Testament and the New Covenant, between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, is the fact that in the Old Covenant, the laws of God are written in tablets and in scrolls. But in the New Testament, as we can see in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, from 31 to 34, the laws of God are to be written in your heart. 
if you want to be part and parcel of the New Testament, the laws of God have to be infused in your heart. The laws of God have to be infused in your subconscious. These are things that you have to, conditions and terms that you have to meet if you want to be part and parcel of the law of the New Covenant. Hence, the scripture says that the word of God, that man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. In the new covenant, we feed with the word of God. We feed in the word of God. The word of God, there be a very important, some condition that is not negotiable. You have to to the word of god have to be con your second nature your word of god has to be your guide the word of god has to be your guide these are the things that differentiate you and that differentiate a person of the new covenant and a person of the old covenant in the old covenant people sometimes need to go and meet the priest to help them to remind them what the scripture says they have to depend on the uh, on, 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 on the experts in religious matter on the experts in interpretation of the scripture but in this new covenant it is the a condition that you must meet that your word of god have to be written in your head the word of god has to be part and parcel of you you have to feed in it day and night this is to say that you have to make out time you have to dedicate your time to make sure that reading the word of god studying the word of god and understanding the word of god is part of your program it's your lifestyle you have to read it as you have to cite the scriptures, if you want to be in the new covenant, these are terms and term conditions that you must meet. Thank you, and God bless all you all for listening. Amen.